welcome in, welcome in. Connor, thanks for, having, for joining me tonight. Awesome. I stepped, away from, the Notre, I stepped away from that Notre Dame game for this, so you know I'm pumped about this. Hey, anytime I can get people away from watching Ohio State, I'm a happy, happy man. So That's <laughs> true. Welcome in, everyone. So what we're going to do and is something we're going to be doing moving forward. Welcome in on Saturday night. This will be a normal uh, rhythm going forward. It will be Wednesday nights, previewing the mm-hmm. NFL season. What we're doing is we're drafting matchups that we love. We're drafting matchups that we don't love. I have no idea who you're going to pick. You don't know who I'm going to pick. We're going to alternate. We're going to start it off with the categories that we love. We're going to do three apiece, back and forth, starting it off with who we love. Connor, give me a matchup, your first one, a, a matchup you love in fantasy football in the NFL, week three. Let's go. So first one I'm going to start off with, uh, Adam, is it's a running back. So I'm going to go with a guy, Jameer Gibbs. He's a rookie. I actually am not a big Jameer Gibbs guy. I uh, had him on my do not draft list to start the season in fantasy. Uh, I think he's an awesome player. I had him on my do not draft list because he was such an early pick for what I thought is is a second string running back, which now that we're a couple weeks in, uh, I, I still think he obviously is, is a number two to Montgomery when it comes to snap share but he's the most dynamic player on the field for that team. I mean, he's, he's Amon Ra 2.0. It looks like when he has the ball in his hand. So I'm super excited. They're playing Atlanta. I think that that is going to be a slug fest. Atlanta is going to try to hold the heck out of the ball. I think Jameer Gibbs uh, with Montgomery out is going to one handle the workload on the ground. I think they are going to feed him the ball on the screen game out of the backfield. So I'm expecting huge things from Gibbs tomorrow. So I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan. See behind me, but yep, yep. <laughs> when I saw when I saw the Detroit Lions draft him, obviously everyone was shook that night. Yeah. When I saw their whole their whole organization react to that draft pick, I thought right away, I need to know who this guy is. I didn't really mm-hmm. pay attention to him in college. Not a huge college football fan. Love this guy. Love that pick. Mm-hmm. Great pick. And obviously with Demo out, you can't go wrong. Right. Oh, they're right. going to run the ball. All right. What do we got on your side? What is your first pick? I'm so happy you didn't take this guy. Listen, what if I told you, what if I told you there's a quarterback this week, there's a quarterback this week going against a defense that's given up 700 passing yards in the first two weeks, okay, who faced a guy named Ryan Tannehill last week. And did you know that in Ryan Tannehill's three of his four previous games before week two, he had not thrown for over 240 yards. He had not done it. He did it against this team. He completed 83% of his passes. Ryan Tannehill did with a touchdown, no turnovers. Now this team faces the guy who's one of two QBs to throw for over 700 yards in the first two weeks. I think I know where you're going. I think I know where you're going with this James one. Cousins. We're going with Kirk Cousins. Dude, like it. Kirk Cousins, 340 yards in both of his first two games. He has looked great. He looked great on the road at Philly. I love the matchup. And if you if Ryan Tannehill can have those numbers, Kirk Cousins at home, I'm thinking over 340 yards, at least two touchdowns, probably three. I think you start basically every player from this game except for right. one who might be on my list later. I absolutely love Kirk Cousins in this matchup. He's going to be awesome. Uh, I think that you cannot go wrong with that pick. Addison, Jefferson, everyone's going to eat. I'm really excited to see what they do in the backfield. If Or it sounds like Cam actually is not going to go this week. It's going to be Madison, but – I think that that whole offense is going to just jump off the page tomorrow. Uh, I mean, he, he did it to to Philadelphia last week. That's a legit defense. Connor, yep. When we yeah. were in Mexico, if, if we yeah. watched the game, if, if Justin Jefferson doesn't fumble the ball, they might win the game. I mean, Kirk right. looked good outside of the fumble. Mm-hmm. And I think the only other matchup that I love more than him, which, surprise, just Mahomes has a great matchup against right. the Bears defense. Other than that, if you're mm-hmm. in a like, situation – you know, you know, it's like my one friend, he wants to uh, play Josh Allen. And I was like, if you had Kirk Cousins, it would be a debate. So 
That's my number one. I'm going to bring that up actually. So in my, in one of my leagues, you're actually in this one. It's my dynasty league. Joe Burrow does happen to be banged up. So that is playing into it also. But even with a healthy Joe Burrow, I was planning to play Kirk Cousins over Joe Burrow this week because of the matchup and and how good he's been looking. So totally agree. Awesome pick. It's great. Love Um, it. Love it. I'm I'm happy. We've agreed so far. This is good. I like it. I want to go. I'm going to let, let's snake it. So I want you to take your next boom. So what's your other start? I'm going to let you go next. So you go, you go with your next. All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to go with this. I felt good about this right away. I was able to pick this uh, player, player up in like three straight league, three leagues right in a row, right in a row Tuesday. So the Kansas City Chiefs defense is now going home. They sacked Trevor Lawrence four times. They have five sacks on the year. Obviously, Chris Jones wasn't there week one, right. but now he's back. They had four sacks last week, right? He has the He's graded a highest uh, path rusher on the interior. The Bears interior oh, yeah. offensive line is not good. You've got yeah. Justin Fields being sacked 10 times in the first two weeks. He holds onto the ball. We know this. The Bears left tackle, Braxton Jones, neck injury on IR. Not good. He's a, he's a solid player. Nate Davis has had some personal issues off the field with his family, unfortunately. We don't know if he's going to play. He didn't even practice. I I really like, I love the Chiefs defense at home, man. They're only giving up like, I think, 12 points per game so far. I know the if Fields back against his wall. He's, he's not going to be robotic. He's going to be free. I think he's going to be in a box, and I really love Chiefs defense at home. Get some turnovers. I think that, uh, I mean, the Chicago has been a, a year of the Bears fan, and it has been a dumpster fire this past week just with everything that's going along. I really, really wanted to put on my my bust list in a do not play this week fields. I did not. I kept him off of it because I think that there is the chance that uh, there's always a chance that that guy is a freak athlete. Uh, he could run for 150 yards in – be incredible. Um, I don't think that that wins them the game, but like you said, I think that the chiefs defense, they, I mean, they just shut down Trevor Lawrence last week. They were incredible. And I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence guy. Uh, I, I think that that's a great play. So awesome take. I think that that's a streamable thing too, for a lot of guys playing fantasy, they were available in a good chunk of leagues probably over the, uh, before this week popped up. Yeah, they are. I have Cleveland's defenses and solid and, and I have the Steelers defense in leagues and I, I was able to pick up the chiefs. So if you're out there and you can get the chiefs defense, at this point, you know, definitely do it. Okay, we snaked it. Great. You got me on the surprise, but now you're I, up. Give me your second pick. I'm going to go with my second pick. It is uh, – it's it's definitely a guy that I don't think is going to be in a lot of people's starting lineup in fantasy. This this player is a tight end. Uh, they're going to be going and – I truly don't even think they're the tight end one on their team. But because of the way that their team uh, is dealing with some injuries in the backfield – I think this guy's going to get some some extra usage. So I'm going to go with Taysom Hill in Green Bay oh. playing against the Packers. I think that the Saints have played some tight games, so they will be in a tight game. I don't know if that means it's going to be a win or a loss. Taysom Hill will be getting all of the red zone carries. That is my bold prediction. They have no, uh, they have no Alvin Kamara yet. Uh, Jamal Williams just got put on IR. So we're sitting with Tony Jones and a rookie, Condre Miller from TCU. I think that they are going to lean on Taysom Hill. I'm thinking 10 carries. I think he sneaks in for a touchdown. I think that's a steal of value. Taysom Hill, that's my pick. I love that pick. I just heard somebody I was reading earlier, and someone had mentioned uh, take, uh, Taysom Hill. They loved him. And I thought, man, how awesome would I look on this podcast taking Taysom Hill? And then I laughed it off. And Well, <laughs> you trick him. So there I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Again, I'm playing a lot of other tight ends over him in, in fantasy, but I think for what he's projected, I mean, he's going to be projected around four or five, six fantasy points. I think that he is going to have an impact. I mean, last year he had a 33-point game with a bunch of rushing touchdowns. Nothing like that. I think it's going to be 
10 carries, 45 yards. I think he gets a touchdown. And, and I think the big deal with with um, the tight end position, and I'm not going to talk about those people yet who I'm going to who I say we should sit. There are a few tight ends I think he's going to outperform. So we'll, right. we'll get to that. But love it. I'll get to my second pick. Right? I only have only done oh, one. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go one more. Oh, I'm going to snake it back. I'm snaking it right back to you. I got one more boom play of the week. I actually like his quarterback too, but I'm going to stick with this wide receiver. Um, this wide receiver, uh, is dealing with, uh, well, one, he's a rookie again, so I'm sticking with some rookies and, uh, let me pull his stats up. Cause I wanna, it's, it's a little bit with his snap share as well. This guy's going up against Indianapolis. He's got Lamar at his quarterback. We got Zay Jones or sorry, excuse me, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers <laughs> is going up against Indianapolis. We have Odell Beckham. He is out this week. So also Baltimore's they're smacked. They have like six or seven dudes out. Uh, all over their field, but uh, their running back, I believe it's Justice Hill is gone, so it's only Gus Edwards in the backfield. Uh, it's going to be Zay Flowers over the middle with Mark Andrews. I think Zay Flowers is going to eat when it comes to targets. I'm thinking six, seven targets against Indianapolis's defense. Uh, it's not that they're horrible. It's not that they're great. I think that they're just a very, uh, a very easily scored upon defense in fantasy. Zay Flowers is going to eat over the middle this week. No, Anthony Richardson. I know with Minshew in, they might still be able to convert, but they get, could get extra possessions. And I know I have both of those guys, but week one, Calvin Ridley had a hell of a game against them. Had a lot of, a lot of targets. Yep. So no OBJ, pretty vulnerable. I have Zay Flowers. I might just be putting him in our in our, uh, in our our Dynasty League. Great pick. There Love you it. go. Cool. Thanks. Let's hear. What do you got as your third? Oh, there's so many options now. Yeah, there are. Oh, there's so many options. Okay, listen. This is. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it basic. We'll do bonuses later. But Kenneth Walker, last week seven seven red zone carries on the road against the Lions. Okay, mm-hmm. that was his fourth game since 2022 when he was drafted with multiple touchdowns. He's a second player to do. He's second in that uh, in that ranking since then. The Panthers have surrendered the second most points to running backs, and Bryce Young's not playing. Not really a big Andy right. Dalton fan. I believe the game's in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I think it's in Seattle. I believe you're right. Tough place, to, tough place to play. I expect him to get a lot of those red zone carries. Expect him to have a great game again. Second, their second, um, second most points to running backs. That defense, Kenneth Walker, great value, great play. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, going into the season, I was worried. I mean, they drafted Charbonnet early. Uh, he hasn't taken as much snap shares I thought he was going to take. Obviously, Seattle has dealt with. Uh, you never know the running back carousel over the years. It, it seems like it's Kenny Walker's backfield. I think that is uh, an awesome play this week, playing against the the Panthers. I think they'll be ahead most of the game too. So that that sounds great. Cool. Uh, let's Beautiful. See. I I say uh, I believe the next step is to go to some busts or people we think you should be sitting. Is that correct? Is that what we're going to be moving to? That is correct. We we did our we did our matchups that we love. Now let's transition over. Now I went. Who went first in that last round? I forgot. I believe. I went first. Now, the only other thing, I know you talked about some honorable mentions. Do you want to do that at the end, or do you want to jump into that right now and throw some other honorable mentions? Yeah, give me your honorable mentions. Who's on Who's on your list that we didn't just talk about for the love? Go for it. On the honorable mentions, I won't go into crazy detail. I was talking about Zay Flowers just now, uh, Lamar Jackson going up against Indy as well. I think that Lamar is going to be using his feet a little bit more. They, if you think that they're, they're running out of running backs. They lost JK. They just lost Justice Hill. So they only got Gus Edwards. They pulled up Kenyon Drake and Melvin Gordon, I believe, for this game. I think Lamar's going to run a little bit. He'll be safe when he's running. And uh, 
I just think that he's going to have a monster day against Indianapolis. And then my other one is Nico Collins. Uh, he Welcome to the show, Nico Collins, last week. Uh, 147 yards, 146 yards, and a touchdown, nine catches. I think that he continues for the Texans just on a tear. It's going to be him and Tank Dell all season. Uh, I say that it's it doesn't matter on the matchup, obviously, when they go up against a top, top defense. It will matter, matter a little bit more. But Stroud... I know I posted on one of my social media accounts and you saw it about Justin Fields versus Stroud with the 300 yards. Stroud's slinging it, man. He is slinging it already. Uh, so I'm excited to see what goes on there for uh, for Nico Collins. And are those all your bonus? Those are my two bonus. Yep. Nico Collins against the Jags and then uh, and then Lamar against Andy. So we had a, we had that crossover. I had Nico and I wrote, I literally wrote, if you if you don't want points, or sorry, if you want points, Play Nico Collins. I mean, correct. Averaging ten targets. <laughs> it's he's ridiculous. Averaging ten targets a game. Yeah, he his, 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 uh, Yeah, absolutely. No, you're you're good. Uh, okay, the only person left to bring up, and this one I have on my players. You have to play, and it's also me mentally psyching myself up to to just come on, man. I, I he's my keeper in my league. I went against my own um, my own scoring system to keep him. Josh Jacobs has a great matchup against the Steelers. Now, look, it's tough because you look at his first two weeks. Uh, the Steelers' defense, they're giving up. They gave up 100 yards from scrimmage to both of the uh, players. Ford, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey's kind of that outlier, right? Like, he's always going to get 100 yards. They, the Browns were able to do it. So, both of the last two backs have got over 100 yards in a score. It's a good matchup for Jacobs. I expect him to get the ball. I expect him to have a good game. He hasn't really had a good game yet. Um, we're, we're expecting big things from Josh Jacobs. Let's go. That's my you. only one. Yeah, that's your only one? That's good to hear. Well, I'm going to have a no comment because I have some comments on Josh Jacobs in the next segment. <laughs> so there we go. Good. We got some good talking go. points. Um, so we'll Everyone that's listening, they, they're like, these guys can't just agree on them. Nope. So we have to have some disagreements. Yes, we got to. So there we go. So I'll get into that in a minute. But let's start with uh, some of our busts and, and people we'd like to see sap. So I'm going to let you start it off. Let's go. Oh, man. This one is a guy that – I feel bad putting him on the list because if you don't know you should sit him, let me just tell you why you should sit him. Kyle Pitts, <laughs> you can't you can't play Kyle Pitts this week, okay? First of all, they're going to Green Bay, Lambo. It's the home opener. They haven't opened a game yet. It's going to be rowdy. But did you know that he is behind on his own team? First of all, on his own team, he's fourth in target share on his own football team. This is this is a run heavy offense to begin with, right? He is behind uh, Donu Smith in routes, targets, and production catches and yards and yards per route. I can't play him. I can't justify it. He has to prove to us that he should be played, period. And I, and he's a freak, and I get it. I You get excited. He's the guy that looks great in shorts and a T-shirt, but for whatever reason, they're not using him right yet. When they start using him right, we'll play him. Fully agree with you. I, I've tried to move as many shares of Kyle Pitts in all my leagues away. I think in the league that you're in with me, you saw I moved him away this week in a dynasty league. You know what the biggest problem to me is? Arthur Smith is winning. He's winning. He's winning football games the way that they are playing. They're 2-0, and it's not going to change. They're not going to get rid of him. So I yeah. think that that's an awesome point. Those are great stats, too. Johnny Smith is out uh, out running routes. He's out snapping, and he's uh, he's gaining more yards on catches. So I think that's an awesome play. I think that he should absolutely be on the bench. Sweet. Let's not snake this round. Let's keep it straight. Yep. Take it back to you. All right. I'm going to go with uh, a running back. He is – very much in the news right now because of a big injury that happened to his teammate. He was the number one waiver wire pickup this week. It's going to be Jerome <laughs> Ford. 
we're putting him on a uh, on a bust or sit list. I know I probably am going to have half the people say, "Duh, he's a backup running back going in to be a starter," and then half the people thinking that this guy is going to jump off of the paper. Uh, he played against the Steelers. You just kind of talked about how he had a nice day. He had the one rush for seventy plus yards for a touchdown. He had one called back. Uh, outside of that, I really didn't see the production I wanted to see out of him to justify the big the big waiver wire claim. Uh, Kareem Hunt got brought in. I don't think that Kareem Hunt's going to magically come in and be the RB one there. They they picked Jerome Ford over Kareem Hunt, and and that's not my argument here. I just I didn't see enough besides he he does have the the quick burst and speed. But going up against, he's going up against Tennessee, and it's supposed to be a good matchup on paper. I think that Tennessee is going to say that they want to see uh, Watson do something to, to beat them because I think they stack the box. I think Jerome Ford doesn't do anything. I think that this is actually going to be an Amari Cooper and an Ajoku day, and uh, and that's where I see that going. Let's have some sidebar here on Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. I, I've never seen a college player go to the NFL who I said yes to in college and yes, he's going to be great in the pros. Do you think he could get back to his potential? Do you think he can? Is it there? Because I'm not seeing it, dude. It scares me. Right. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. So actually, it's funny. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a double dip because I won't use him as one other. I do have Deshaun Watson as another bust for me because this is an awesome matchup. It's against the Tennessee Titans. They should be absolutely eating yards. To answer your question, I think Deshaun has the capability. I just I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm not a Deshaun Watson fan for other reasons. Um, I would say that I would not be surprised if he kicks it into gear later this year or next year, but uh, you're right. It's not there. He's not making the decisions. He's not using his legs the same way. Well, what, what do you think? Do you think he could make the jump again? So I love Kevin Stefanski. He was the, he was the QB coach, not QB coach, offensive coordinator in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had great years with him yeah. and he went to Cleveland head coach. Baker had solid stretches with him. They run a run-heavy offense with great play action. Back to the field, off the play action. Where Deshaun was really great with Houston was spreading it out. Right. In the ability to create, right? He's also he's also was known for off-script plays. I'd like to see them use that now that now that um Nick Chubb's gone. They're their best running back. Nick Chubb's out. I, I just don't think he looks comfortable with them. I really expected them to go grab Hopkins to bring him in. I mean, you spent all this money. On your quarterback, 230 guaranteed. Bring someone in to make him feel comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable. We'll see how it goes. I still believe in him. I, I agree. Let's sit him. So curious what you thought there. My turn? Yes, sir. Let's hear it. Okay. You, I took, we already went foul pits. That was number one. Number two, let's just stick in the quarterback lane. Okay. This is the quarterback that I'm very, I have mixed feelings about. He's a guy that, you know, he has great, beautiful long hair. He looks like uh, he could play Thor maybe with that hair. But he's going up against a sneaky good defense. Let me tell you about Houston's defense, okay? Did you know that Houston's defense has only given up one passing touchdown this season, right? Okay. And over their last, like, 16 games, they've only given up, I think, 13 touchdown passes. Or it could be over the last 13, they've given up 16. But they haven't given up a lot of passing touchdowns. And against them, Trevor Lawrence in his last matchups, two matchups, Averaging 219 yards per game, no touchdowns, three giveaways. I think it's one of those games where, hey, and we didn't talk about love matchup, but I, should, I could have put him on there. This is this game smells like ETN to me, okay? Yep, yep. I, the, the, yard, the receivers might get some yards. I don't expect a lot of scores from Trevor Lawrence. I beware Trevor Lawrence. Houston has a good secondary. We saw Lamar didn't have a great game against them, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my sit right there. What do you think? 
I well, so first off, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan, so I don't like to hear it. I I think that you make some very good points. I think that what is going to be the saving grace, again, these are gut calls. I have no stat to back this up. I think that it is going to be very hard to score on on the Houston Texas defense to the air. I could see Lawrence if they get into that red zone, into that two yards to the end zone, him using a sneak. And that's that's where you could be saved by him. I don't like relying on that. So I totally respect that play. I think that that game is going to be a lot closer than people think. I mean, they were close against Indianapolis week one. They did not look good against Kansas City's defense week two. So really, really good idea on on Lawrence to maybe bench him this week, see what he does against Houston. Right. And look, I get it. If you have Trevor Lawrence and your backup is um, – who, Russell, uh, is, Russell uh, Wilson, Ritter, yeah. Ritter, Ritter, or Russell, right? If you have yeah. Ritter or Russell, I get it. Maybe not the guy that I like, and I didn't add him there because I'm not saying he's gonna have a great game. I, I would play Stafford over him because right. I like that matchup. Stafford, variance wise, hasn't thrown many touchdown passes in the first two weeks. He could throw some touchdown passes this weekend on Monday. So if you're stuck with Trevor Lawrence, I get it. I'm saying if you have options and you can stream someone, I think you should. Awesome. I like the play, man. I like the. I like the. I like the call out. All right, back to me. Let's see what I'm going to go. I'm going to go – I don't think I need to explain myself too hard on this one. I'm going to go back to that uh, that Detroit-Atlanta game. I'm going to go with a wide receiver. Let's just say this. I think – I'll see if you agree with me. Any pass catcher in Atlanta, they cannot be put into a starting lineup. Drake London goes for a goose egg week one. Week two, the guy ends up having six catches and a touchdown. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sign myself up for it. Detroit, their defense is is a little bit better in the secondary. So I think that this is, again, a game for Atlanta to pound the rock. And that's what they're going to do to try to, to keep Detroit's offense off the field. So I'd say bench Drake London. Hey, listen, just like last week, Kenneth Walker had two touchdowns. I mean, yep. it's it's probably a Bijan in an Algier game, correct? That's right. what we're smelling there. Right. Yep. Love it. All right, my last sit, and then we'll get to some bonuses. Well, you have yours as well, but we'll do our last round, and then we'll get to bonuses. Oh, I have four to choose from. I found a lot of guys to sit. Yes. The guy that I'm – the guy. there's a guy that's super easy. Super easy, I could tell you, but I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with this kid, Garrett Wilson. And it's not really Garrett. It's more Zach Wilson. Right. So eight points per game with Zach Wilson, not good, right? Uh, the Patriots defense has dominated Zach Wilson – two touchdowns and seven interceptions, and then mm-hmm. averaging 200 passing yards per game. It's low-hanging fruit. It's obvious if you have Garrett and you have another option. I mean, there's just there's so many – the beautiful part about the NFL right now is there's so many good passing options, like pass catchers. I would go somewhere else. What do you think? Absolutely agree. I did not have him on my list. I contemplated putting him on the list because you're right. It, it is kind of like, yes, obviously there's a step back from draft day with Aaron Rodgers and the hype to where Garrett Wilson is now. And I know people get stuck into that. I drafted this person at this spot. I need to start them. I mean, I am considering in some leagues Christian Kirk over Garrett Wilson. I don't like it, but I'm considering it. And I think that that's very with, – with Zach Wilson being the quarterback against a really good New England defense that – what do they do? They they shut down the best weapon you got. You saw what they did to Tyreek Hill. He snuck in that touchdown, but he, he was not the normal Tyreek Hill. So I think that that is a, a great call out. And if all hell breaks loose and somehow the Jets can get another quarterback in there, be a trade, yep. a la Kirk Cousins. Keep Kirk Cousins, right. All of you, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. So we'll have to sit him. All right. Back to you. Who's your last round of a sit? What do you got? All right. So for this one, I'm actually going to go back to uh, someone that we brought up earlier that you talked about. I'm going to go back to your buddy, Josh 
Jacobs, the running back from the Raiders. So I'm going to take a minute to toot my own horn. When I came out with my preseason rankings, I had Josh Jacobs ranked 18th out of all the running backs. Am I saying I want to see this guy fail? Absolutely not. Dude's an incredible athlete. Guy's an incredible player. He's probably going to get back on track. And most likely because I'm saying this, it'll be this week. Uh, (laughs) My my problem with Josh Jacobs is that it's not necessarily him as a player. It's his team. One, I don't think the Raiders have what it takes to be playing from ahead. And that was a problem last year that ended up not being as big of a problem that we thought uh, because Jacobs performed just fine. I think that Watching last week with the amount of carries he got and what negative two rushing yards, he ended up having some catches that that got him into the positive. I think that him going against Pittsburgh and and Watt in that front, I really think he's going to get slowed down again. And I could see the Raiders not fully abandoning the run game, but abandoning it enough that it's going to make Josh Jacobs not get his normal his usage. I mean, I'm thinking like again under ten carries. I would not be surprised. He had nine last week. I would not be. I think they're going to try to feed him early. I think they get away from it early if uh, if Pittsburgh takes the lead. I will meet you halfway, as they say. I will say this, okay? Going into the season, going into the season, as I think we talked about this in Mexico, any running back that's ever carried for more than 300 attempts the yes. following year, they always decline historically, right? Mm-hmm. We can only go based off history. Mm-hmm. That scares you. He's on this one, you know, the whole contract situation scares you. It wasn't really a training camp. Um Last year when they played the Steelers, it was on Christmas Eve or Christmas, yeah, Christmas Eve. And I needed him to play well. I was in the playoffs. He didn't do me any good there. And that was without, that was without Watt. He wasn't there. So it rained that night. The problem I have with the Raiders offense, and I'm going to trust him this week. He's on my best matchups. The problem I have though is, is is Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't stretch the field, right? right? He doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I can see why I I can see your argument touche to it. Um, Yeah. I also say, I'll leave you with this you would it'll be very hard for for you to find me a week that i'm going to put the, uh excuse me josh jacobs on my my best or my start list it's not that i'm going to put him on my bench list every week but again pittsburgh coming off of what, their defense scored two touchdowns they're riding high tomlin's going to have those guys ready that's what i see it um but like like i said because i said it and now it's out there he's going for 150 and three touchdowns you already know it yeah. Oh, agreed. And just so our listeners know, we're going to review this. So next Wednesday, we'll kick it off. And the first thing we'll do is we'll yeah. talk about, hey, who do we have on our start list, how they do, and how dumb do we look for our bench list that went off, okay? We'll keep – hey, we'll do our little right and wrong. Uh, we'll be honest. Oh, right? yeah. We'll own up. We'll stand right next to it. We got to hold each other accountable. I fully agree. We do. We'll have them all up. Why don't you, before we jump off, why don't, we, why don't you give me your bonuses of, of the bench side? Yeah, no, let's go. You didn't say that you want to talk about there. I'll give you some bonuses really quick, and then I'm going to give like a double, triple bonus, whatever you want to call it, as something to look forward to next week and into the next coming weeks. I have one extra for that. But so my other bonuses I have, we talked to Sean Watson as a bust for me. I had Jacobs and Ford. I talked to Drake London. So my other two are, they're actually both on the Cowboys this week. The Cowboys have a matchup, I believe it's against the Arizona Cardinals. So it's actually a great matchup. I have CeeDee Lamb on my sit list. Why? 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 What? I, what? I, I have so many. I Again, this is why he's in my, on my honorable mention. Obviously, he's starting CeeDee Lamb. He's one of the best receivers in the league. I have a lot of shares of CeeDee Lamb. I plan on starting him. I'm worried that they blow him out too bad. I'm worried that, that defense, even man, minus Trayvon Diggs, gets out and ter- turns over Dobbs early. They're going to be up 21 to zero before the first quarter ends, in my opinion. And I could see them slow playing it. Um, and so I'm worried about that. And that goes along with Jake Ferguson. They have so many darn tight ends there. Jake Ferguson's a, a native Wisconsin kid with me as a Badger. So I'm rooting him on. 
Uh, he had a nice week last week as a touchdown, but I see both of those guys just in the passing game taking a step back this week against Arizona uh, unless they get touchdowns early and often. So that's what I see. Gotcha. Anyone else you want to add before I that's go? All, that, that's who I have as my, my two honorable mentions, my bonus guys. I'm throwing it to you. What do you got? Awesome. So sticking in that game, this was just, again, it was low-hanging fruit, and that's why I didn't put him in uh, my uh, in my lineup if I didn't have to. James Conner. I mean, let's just talk about Dallas's defense for a second. Dallas's defense allowed Saquon Barkley less than 63 total yards and under 10 points fantasy points week one. We saw that. This game can get to those levels that we saw against the Giants. I think the Giants are better than the Cardinals. Now, they barely proved it last week, but I do think they're much better. The Jets' entire backfield, Dallas held them combined running backs to three points in fantasy. So uh, James Conner has done really well for a lot of fantasy owners. If there's ever a week, it's this week. You got to sit him, right? And, and that makes sense because my idea is they're going to get ahead big. There goes C.D. Lamb. There goes James Conner. Right, exactly. I think that that's a double-edged sword, like you said. I think that the Arizona run game is going to be abandoned early. I think the Cowboys pass game, same same deal. So absolutely agree with you there. Is this a week? Is this a week? I'm not a, as big on sports betting as you, but is this a week where just – and if I was a sports better, which I might get into it, obviously, because I love sports so much, I would have bet – in the Thursday night game that Elijah Mitchell was going to go over on the 34 yards and I'm watching the game just because I wanted to watch it. Right. It's always easy when your money's not in it. And I see him break off like an 18 yard carry in like the second quarter. He ended up getting, getting that mark in the third. Is this a week where you look at whoever the, is it Deuce Vaughn, the backup running back for the Cowboys? What are his yards? And if you ask yourself, maybe he'll get some more carry. So they can sit all there and if they get ahead. I'm looking at Deuce Vaughn. I'm looking at the, I, I, Hope I don't butcher his name, but it's like DeWindle or DeWittle, the other running back, the other backup for Dallas. Um, absolutely. I see them running those guys. And it, it, I mean, it goes back to, I said, Jake Ferguson is a sit. Maybe they throw the short passes and Ferguson's absolutely eats it up and has five, six catches. So uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be a run heavy game. I actually, I think it's going to be Tony Deuce and this DeWilly or whatever the heck that guy's name is. I think that they all are going to eat. And I think it's going to be just a, an absolute rolling over in Arizona. So, yeah, we see that game the same. My last two, I'll just run through them quick. We've got Damian Pierce. Look, last week, four, off, four of the starters on offensive line were out. He's he's having 2.7 yards per carry. It's really not him. It's the offensive line. And then he's going against the Jags. Over the whole season, they've given up 93 total rushing yards to running backs. It's not mm-hmm. a great matchup for him in that game. And then as well, he has more yards after contact than he does rushing yards. That's how bad the offensive line has been. And he's getting hit in the backfield, right? So he's Mm -hmm. having to make more yards after contact. Then Gerald Everett, it's the only player in that game I just don't like. And a lot of it has to do, last week he only ran 15 routes. He's just not seeing the field enough, okay? In in a game where I think the playmakers like a Mike Williams is going to do well, a Keenan Allen's going to do well, he's not playing enough for them. He's very touchdown dependent this week. I'd stay away from him. I have him in uh, the dream uh, in our in our dynasty league, but those are my last guys. So you said you had something else you had for like a bonus coming up. Hit it. I have my one last piece. I'll see if you have anything like this to add, and then we will shut this thing down. And it is going forward, starting next week. I think someone that will be interesting to watch a running back uh, that is on a new team. He just got traded. Cam Akers is now coupled back up. Kevin O'Connell, his old offensive coordinator when he won a Super Bowl in the year before. And I want to remind everybody, this is before all of the stuff came out about Cam Akers not getting along with his coaches in, in L.A. This was all before this. He was buddies with O'Connell. O'Connell liked him. And now he's his head coach in Minnesota. 
Madison hasn't looked great. I think that this does not mean Cam Akers takes over and he's a full-on getting 70, 80% snap share. But watch out. I have Cam Akers in the next couple of weeks turning right back into a very useful fantasy player. It's going to be very difficult when you play them. It's hard to put eight in the box, man. Like you should, as a running back, you should see light boxes. Right. So that's that's my that's my extra bonus. I think Cam Akers is going to be inactive this week. I heard that. Uh, but going forward, I actually really like him. I'm targeting him. Uh, he's getting dropped in a couple of leagues, and uh, some leagues that I do have him, I held on to him on my bench, and I'm, I'm I think that it might it might be worth something here soon. Awesome. Well, I think I think we're all good here. This will be a weekly thing, like I said, Wednesday nights. Well, this is when we'll do this, which for us it gives us the opportunity to see who practices on Wednesday, right, right. for injuries. Right. And we'll, though, you know, when I see you next week, first thing we'll do is we'll review how we did, how we didn't do, how we don't want to talk about it. But this was <laughs> the fantasy football draft with Adam and Connor. And we did who we love this week for matchups and who maybe we don't love, who we, you could say we hate. Had a great time, dude. Really looking forward to this. Thank you for your time. Awesome. Great talking, Adam. See y'all next week.